Faith, Hope and Love, the Australian Solemnity of Mary of the Cross MacKillop, August 8th. Please keep in your prayers the repose of the soul of Father Dan Carroll, parish priest of Darajindalee for over 50 years. He passed away after a short illness today. His sister from the parish here, Mary Jackson, we keep her in our prayers too. And all of Dan's family and friends and parishioners, may Father Dan Carroll rest in the peace of Christ. Amen. In Australia on the 8th of August, it's a solemnity and New Zealand it's a feast day of St Mary of the Cross MacKillop. Mary of the Cross is a national patron and also patron of the Brisbane Archdiocese here and many other places too. Mary Helen MacKillop was born in Melbourne, Australia on the 15th of January 1842 and entered eternal life in Sydney on this day, 8th of August in 1909. Mary took the religious name Mary of the Cross. St Mary responded to the isolation of the colonial families by pioneering a new form of religious life to provide education for their children. She and her sisters shared the life of the poor and the itinerant, offering special care to destitute women and children. She's remembered for her eagerness to discover God's will in all things for her charity even in the face of lies, and for her abiding trust in God's providence. Having been born in Melbourne, I'm sure St Mary MacKillop will also be interceding for us here in Australia, and the whole world undergoes great trials with this COVID pandemic. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Come, you blessed of my Father, says the Lord. I was sick and you visited me. Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least of my brothers or sisters, you did it for me.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and welcome to the feast, the celebration, the solemnity of St. Mary of the Cross MacKillop, Australia's first officially canonised saint. My brothers and sisters, trusting in God's mercy and providence, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are God who gives generously to all. Lord, have mercy. You are our helper in time of need. Christ, have mercy. You are faithful to your people to the end of time. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray. God, source of all goodness, who have shown us in St. Mary, a woman of faith, living by the power of the cross, teach us, we pray, by her example, to live the gospel in changing times and to respect and defend the human dignity of all in our land. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. And then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Up and go to Zarephath, a Sidonian town, and stay there. I have ordered a widow there to give you food. 
So he went off to Sidon, and when he reached the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Addressing her, he said, Please bring a little water in a vessel for me to drink. She was setting off to bring it when he called after her. Please, he said, bring me a scrap of bread in your hand. As the Lord your God lives, she replied, I have no baked bread, but only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am just gathering a stick or two to go and prepare this for myself and my son to eat, and then we shall die. But Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go ahead and do as you have said. But first make a little scone of it for me and bring it to me. And then make some for yourself and your son. For thus the Lord speaks, the God of Israel. Jar of meal shall not be spent, jug of oil shall not be emptied, before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. The woman went and did as Elijah told her, and they ate the food. She, himself, and her son. The jar of meal was not spent, nor the jug of oil emptied. Just as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. The Word of the Lord My soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. God, you are my God, for you I long, for you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you, like a dry weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life, in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet, my mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you, on you I muse through the night. For you have been my help, in the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. You are God's chosen race, his saints. He loves you, and you should be clothed in sincere compassion, in kindness and humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with one another. 
forgive each other as soon as a quarrel begins. The Lord has forgiven you. Now you must do the same. Over all these clothes, to keep them together and complete them, put on love. And may the peace of Christ reign in your hearts, because it is for this that you were called together as parts of one body. Always be thankful. Let the message of Christ, in all its richness, find a home with you. Teach each other and advise each other in all wisdom. With gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms and hymns and inspired songs to God. And never say or do anything except in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Many women were there by the cross, watching from a distance. The same women who had followed Jesus and looked after him. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Jesus said to his disciples, That is why I am telling you not to worry about your life and what you are to eat, nor about your body and how you are to clothe it. Surely life means more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they are? Can any of you, for all his worrying, add one single cubit to his span of life? And why worry about clothing? Think of the flowers growing in the fields. They never have to work or spin. Yet I assure you that not even Solomon in all his regalia was robed like one of these. Now if that is how God clothes the grass in the field, which is there today, and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, will he not much more look after you, you men of little faith? So do not worry. Do not say, what are we to eat? What are we to drink? How are we to be clothed? It is the pagans who set their hearts on all these things. Your heavenly Father knows you need them all. Set your hearts on his kingdom first, and on his righteousness, and all these other things will be given you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. The Gospel of the Lord
When he came to Australia to beatify Mary MacKillop, Pope John Paul spoke of Mary as embodying all that is best in your nation and in its people. He spoke of Australians as being marked by a genuine openness to others, a generous hospitality to strangers and to the needy, a strong sense of justice to those unfairly treated, a rich kindness and compassion for the suffering, and an ability and willingness to persevere in the face of adversity. He expressed the hope that Mary MacKillop's example would inspire Australians to take pride in their Christian heritage and to work for a better society for all. And on this day, as we reflect on the canonization of Mary and its meaning for us as Australians, I find myself asking, are we really that people, that nation who holds such hospitality and openness, such generosity and perseverance, such justice and compassion as our deepest values? For better or for worse, Australia has seen many changes in the past 20 years. Are we still that people of whom John Paul spoke, hospitable to strangers and generous to those in adversity? 20 years ago, our Indigenous people could have held on to the hope that with the Bringing Them Home report and the Sorry Days and the Bridge Walks, some sort of attitude change would be taking place among us. Now that opinion has been tamed to the point that public conversation and discourse has been silenced, it isn't so easy to recognise ourselves as that people who, in John Paul's words, do justice to those unfairly treated. And what of the asylum seekers who, 20 years ago, may have believed that they had the right to flee oppressive regimes, war and torture? Asylum seekers who may have believed that we would uphold the UN Charter of Human Rights? What do they think now after years of detention, after the ongoing exposure of human rights denied, wrongful deportation and incarceration of parents and their children? Again, in the Pope's words, are we supposed to be a people with a strong sense of justice for those unjustly treated? Twenty years ago, the reality of terrorism had not yet dawned on us here in this land. In just a few years, we seem to have been willing to alienate our own responsibility in favour of powerful leaders of our own and other nations. Today's Gospel, however, puts before us a very different vision of how our life might be. Do not worry about your life, Jesus said. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Is not life more than the mindless gathering of possessions, the undue desire to be surrounded by all that the heart desires? whether we need it or not, more than the hapless use of Earth's resources to ensure our own comfort and security, as if it were not there to be shared among all, both rich and poor, more than protecting ourselves, our property and our lifestyles at the expense of those who have nothing, is it more than appropriating the riches of another's land or another's culture and story as if we had the right by domination? Today's Gospel puts before us the question, can we not be satisfied with what is basic to our human need, so that there may be life with dignity for all? Can we not trust in the goodness of a God who names himself in today's Gospel as Father, and names us as daughters and sons, a God whose loving providence will supply all our needs? And the answer which the Gospel gives, life is more than what we are to eat what we are to drink, what we are to wear. Seek first, Jesus says, the kingdom of God 
and God's justice. And where do you seek this kingdom and its justice? Matthew is always at pains to assure us that it's already among us. We need only stay awake and be attentive. Given the experience in our country over the past 10 years, we may want to claim that this kingdom of God and its justice is very difficult to recognize. But haven't our eyes been opened and our ears unstopped by God's gift to us in the person of Mary MacKillop and in the lives of all who share her spirit? We know her story and we recognize in it the depth of her love for God and humanity, expressed in her life of service, especially assistance to those who are powerless, the needy and those on the margins. We hear the all-pervading certainty that what she was doing was God's work and her unfailing trust was that God would provide. So we should be heartened and encouraged by the very humanness of her seeking the kingdom and its justice, of her failures and the weight of her burdens at times, of her courage and determination that whatever the opposition, God's will would be done in her. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Inspired by St. Mary MacKillop, let's pray that we continue to grow ever deeper in God's loving care. Let us pray for our schools and for students, staff and their families everywhere. That they may be blessed in this important area of Christian formation and education. Lord, hear us. For all religious orders, particularly those dedicated to the assistance of the poor, to education or to the care of the sick. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill or in need of assistance, that they will receive healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, that they now be sharing the joys of heaven 
along with St. Mary of the Cross, MacKillop and the Saints. Lord, hear us. We make these prayers and all the unspoken prayers deep in our heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. As you gather us, O God, at your holy altar on this feast of St. Mary of the Cross, Grant, we pray, through her intercession, that what we offer with praise and petition may strengthen us all in charity and faith. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for you are praised in the company of your saints, and in crowning their merits you crown your own gifts. By their way of life you offer us an example, by communion with them you give us companionship, by their intercession sure support, so that encouraged by so great a cloud of witnesses, we may run as victors in the race before us and win with them the imperishable crown of glory through Christ our Lord. And so with the angels and archangels and with the great multitude of saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. 
have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another, says the Lord. And now a prayer for spiritual communion in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May the sacrament we receive, Lord God, on this feast of St. Mary, strengthen us to walk the way of the cross and bring us to the glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bless you all on this solemnity of St. Mary of the Cross MacKillop. I hope you have a wonderful day to celebrate. And bless everyone with God's grace and guidance, this day and every day. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I